Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book. And don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. This is the first time we've done an episode in a while where all three of us are here. It's actually yeah. kind of shocking. It's been a bit mad. of a shit show, yeah, to say the least. <laughs> the past two weeks, I have been the only consistent member of this team. You've held <laughs> us together, Betty. You've held us together. The it's rock. been three weeks. Three weeks. It was Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Easter, we recorded. Oh, the week before Easter. Or was it Easter that we recorded? No, it was the Brittany. week before. Because Easter was when I had the um, wedding. Wedding. You also had a wedding the week before. I'm pretty sure you couldn't record that. No, she recorded then. No, I could record then. Oh, did you? So it's been two episodes. Yeah, we haven't remember. seen each other for three weeks, but it's been two episodes where one of you has been missing. I know. Yeah. And then we didn't have an episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. We had a that's off. my fault though, guys. Sorry. Yeah, had it's all your fault, Ola. Bit of an emergency. <laughs> just had to go and get your gallbladder removed. Just had to go get my gallbladder removed and sit in the emergency room for two days straight before that. So it was selfish. A week in hospital, a week of hell, but I'm here. You're back better than I, ever. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit rough, but I'm excited to be back. I read a lot when I was in hospital. Nice. Oh, good. A lot. We could talk about it after we talk about this week's books. Because you're not meant to be horny in hospital. Things that I learned in my experience. So. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> this week, we are talking about A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett St. Clair. And it's kind of Amazing. a cheat week this week because we've all read this book previously. And we've just reread it for the podcast and we knew that we liked it. And I think we were getting to a point where we were like, can we just have a book that we enjoy, please? A book that we know we'll (laughs) like. And this is that book. Like a comfort book. It is a comfort book. Like even rereading it for the second time, I loved it just as much as I read it for the first time. Yeah, but do you know why I hate you for choosing this? Why? Because the last one comes out in September and G and I have been like really strictly <laughs> not reading it and waiting for the last one in September so that we can read it in a go. Because I remember when I first started reading it, when you first recommended it to me, when we were just a little book club yeah. before the podcast happened. And I was about to get into the second one and G's like, wait a second, are you ready to deal with the cliffhanger on book three? And I'm like, the whole series isn't out? What the fuck is wrong with you? And this was two years ago. It has, yeah, it has taken her like two years. Because she's writing Hades version as well. Yeah, she's got a lot. I actually haven't. She she produces a lot of content. I haven't read past the first book. I've only read the first book because I am waiting for the whole series. I read the first chapter of the second one two years ago and then I was like, fuck this! And I lost my (laughs) goddamn shit. I read all the way up to the third one and then I was like, when (laughs) When is it coming out? And it was like September 2024 or 2023 or something. But originally it was meant to be even longer away. Yeah. I mean, honestly, good good for you, Scarlett Sinclair. Just fucking pumping them out. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. And I'm excited to read the Hades side. Yeah, because it's dual perspective. Yeah. It's kind of like the better version of Fifty Shades of Grey. 
we're like <laughs> it's her side and then it's his side exactly. and you can read them one right after the other so when it comes out I've got like an eight book situation happening well this is actually also yeah. the book that got me into Laura Olympus because I was reading oh, like after so after I read this book I was reading the comments on Goodreads and someone was like if you love this book you'll love Laura Olympus and I was like oh what's this and then I've forever gone down the rabbit train and spent way too much fucking money on that series um <laughs> betty when we used to work together she was like you gotta read this i'm like betty am i gonna get sucked in and she's like yeah maybe a bit i read i think something like 250 comics in eight hours yeah <laughs> it was crazy and i'm like what the fuck have you done you gotta tell me what's happening next like i wasn't coping it was there was a lot happening see i haven't read it yet because it's not complete it will be soon like i'm just i need it all to i don't think it'll be complete for a while I thought yeah, she was I only doing I three refuse, series. I refuse it. I don't know. I think it's still going. Oh, because apparently it was meant to only be like a three book situation. I know that the third book is coming no, out. No, no, there's already five books out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she was like, it's a three series thing. Yeah, yeah but the, and now the, there's five books. Like, what happened? No, no. What's her name? Rachel or something? Yeah, the um, the web comic doesn't um follow the book len so like each book has probably about 50 episodes in it so there's five books out oh yeah yes but on the web it's three seasons yeah but each season's like nearly 100 episodes so yeah yeah so we've still got it's quite no, a while more. yeah more one season was like 200 or yeah we've got a while to go still there's probably going to be about yeah. 10 10 to 15 books released in the end and i will be buying every single fucking one of them i'm not surprised i would probably i'm gonna wait for it to come out in like a box set i already i'm already collecting them i'm on i've got four of the five the fifth one doesn't come out till october anyway it's very exciting should we do news before we get into we should do ratings then news and then i'll give the synopsis easy all right uh this is 100 five star for me five yeah, Fine. just a great book. It's just so it's just good. It's just engaging and fun. It's so and, easy yeah. to read. Oh, it's mm, yeah. I don't know. It's a five for me, but I don't know about easy to read. But we all know how I feel about third person present. That's true. But I read this book in <laughs> like not four hours, just in one sitting. Oh, it, read it real yeah. fast. But I just wish it was like from Persephone's point of no, view. No, I kind of like, like the third person in this one. Mm-mm. Oh, that's a, a controversial opinion from you. I think I'm, I think I'm leaning more towards enjoying third person perspective books because I've been reading quite oh, a few of them. Fuck my goddamn life! We're gonna end up doing a lot of these, aren't we? I don't know. There's just <laughs> something about them that I'm kind of enjoying now because you get when third person because you're not getting the internal perspective. There's more mystery elements to it, like in Gothicana, like you didn't know, like what was happening. My anxiety I'm can't impartial, handle it. Eh? I can do either, either or. I don't have a preference. It's got to be a really good book for me to be like, okay, I can tolerate it. There's only a few, like Maya Banks, Gothicana, this, and I feel like there was one more that we read that was in third part. Oh, um, Honey Andrews, the Hades, yeah. and Destina one. Those I can handle in third person because they're so well written, but sometimes when you read third person, it's just like absolute shit show. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're doing okay. news. Ola, do the jingle. <laughs> I'm going to come up with a new one each time, hopefully. I don't know if I have yeah, any noises different. in my head. 
Um, Rare is currently on in Melbourne. Yeah. Rare book thing. I was meant to be there. Obviously didn't make it, but, you know, (laughs) got a refund and everything. Thanks, Rare. Um, Which is very exciting. We've got incredible authors there like T.L. Swan. Anna Huang is in Australia. Sam Hall, who we've already interviewed. Gemma Weir is in Melbourne. Hayley Jenner. Yeah, we love Hayley chat. Jenner. We're excited yeah. for the next Hayley Jenner to come out. And so this, I'm so upset. But you're I'm not, not gonna there. lie because the lineup, yeah, because the lineup was legit. Like I was ready, and they gave me permission to like record people and interview them. I was like, I'm ready. I'm, I can do this. Yeah, I could have really done with it. There's always next a signed year. copy of next, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't talk about Serena Ackroyd right now. <laughs> I'm still traumatized. Um, okay, Sarah Blue, who is an Omegaverse author, also writes like um, witchcraft books, kind of. I don't know. I haven't read this series, but apparently it's absolutely incredible. It's like all five stars, like thousands of um, reviews and stuff. And the first one is Charming Your Dad. Nice. So it's like, (laughs) and the second one that's come out today is Charming the Devil and it's about Lucifer. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. So Sarah Blue is coming onto the podcast in 2024. Wow. So it'll be cool. Yeah. So exciting. Didn't realize we were planning so far ahead. We're literally booked out almost for the whole of next year as well, which is kind of crazy. That means I'm really stuck in this now. You're yeah, you can't quit. <laughs> um, we're filming the last installment of After Now. Yay! Yay! Terrible. Good shit. In October. <laughs> oh so my excited. god! I can't believe it still exists. But whatever. No, you should be like, I can't um, believe it still exists. Woohoo! I just <laughs> like it and be. How lucky are we to be living in this day and age? It's just really, it's so awkward. I'm going to show my it. children like, this shit. Yeah, man. The gym scene. <laughs> you know, like when you were. Hey, young, young Padwan, please watch the gym scene. You know when you were old enough and you're like, mom could finally show you Twilight? And she like said it was for you, but it was 100% for her. No, because um, I was old I, enough I, when Twilight came out. Yeah. Biddy, what are you talking about? You would have been like eight when Twilight yeah, came but out. I wasn't allowed to watch it till I was like 12. I remember when I saw Twilight for the first time, I went out on a date with a guy called Adam and he took me to the outdoor cinema and we went to go watch Twilight. That's cool. Yeah, I reckon I was like 15 or something. Well, my mum used to take me to the movies. I was 11 when Twilight came out. Yeah. Were you? So how old are you now? How old am I now? Yeah. I'm 24. Oh, okay. So I'm six years older. So I was... Yeah. Oh my God, so I, was would have been 17. I was 17. I was 17. No. And I, yeah, I remember going out on that date. He was so sweet. Um, That's nice. Yeah, I still love him to death. He's beautiful. Um, Red, White and Royal Blue by Casey McQuinston is becoming a movie. An MM. Love it. I love this. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is much less exciting. <laughs> it's very good. I love that they're doing that. Um, Sarah Kate released her blurb today for her next book, Antihero. Oh, I'm excited. I think it's going to be about Eden. Oh, that'll be fucking cool. Yeah, I'm excited for Eden's book. I'm not going to lie. Daddy Ronan. 
still oh <laughs> hit the spot something else no. something else no, um, i still haven't read it I need to. I know that you'll like it. The age gap is really yeah. Gonna, like gonna I, I know that well. I'll like it too because it's yeah. gonna be like it's like an age gap one. Like I yeah. know I'm gonna love it. And there's a lot of daddy <laughs> shit going on in there. Oh. I know it just. Oh my god! I swear Christmas to God, I almost passed early. out when I read it. And like so, the thing with Sarah Cadis and so many people have said it. They read her books and they're like, I didn't realize I had that kink. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think she just writes them in such an appealing way. Eh? She writes it like, even though it's like a really specific kink, she writes it like universal. She honestly, like, maybe I am like, at, like a sub. I was Duh. not into like voyeurism or whatever the opposite of voyeurism is, where like someone works expeditionism. expeditionism. Reading her first book, I was like, Sorry, maybe I'm into it. <laughs> expeditionism. Exhibitionism. <laughs> what is it? Ex- I can't say it. Exhibitionism. Exa. Bishionism. Bishionism. Exhibitionism. <laughs> whatever, whatever that was. Whatever it, was. it is. Um, yeah, I, I didn't think, like, I don't have that kink. But while reading that book, I felt like I did have that kink. No, man, I've got the hardest yeah. daddy kink. It's not even funny. Like, I've got the <laughs> maddest, like, daddy kink on another level now. It's, there's no stopping me. <laughs> I'm not even sorry. It is what it is. Um, Taylor Jenkins reads is getting a movie for One True Love and Evelyn Hugo, which apparently everyone knew about except for me. Yeah, both. <laughs> no, Evelyn Hugo is going to be a series. Better Daisy Jones. Really? I mean, On, yeah, like, Daisy Prime Jones is a series. Yeah, Daisy Jones has always been made. Into it's all through Amazon, isn't it? Yeah, I love that show. Yeah, I think it's all yeah. through Prime. Amazon is like doing real well with getting, but Amazon is also linked to Passion Flicks, which is owned by um, Tosca Musk, which is Elon Musk's sister. And she ah. is like, yeah, so she's like all into it, you know, it's goes great. to the premieres and everything. The Wait That's With fun. Me by Amy Dawes. Dawes recently came out and, you know, they had their whole thing with Tosca Mask. And um, she is starting to like really get in there and steal shit. She's like, this is Passion <laughs> Flixes. This is mine. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yes. I will take this book from you. So I know that she's working with Amazon a lot as well. Because Amazon owns part of Passion Flicks. Scarlet St. Clair's Touch of series, which we're talking about today, is on Kindle Unlimited. So get it. Yeah. Because we had to pay for it two years ago when we wanted to fucking read it. Yeah, we did. (laughs) But now it's free. Yeah. Now it's free. And I feel like I'm going to download all of the rest of them, but just like not read them and have them sitting in my Kindle. (laughs) So when I'm just taking up space. Yeah. Yeah. I actually cancelled my Kindle and restarted it just to delete fucking everything on it because I was getting so overwhelmed. You could have just deleted yes. it yourself, you fucking numpty. No, but then I got a free month. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really playing the system. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, bing dong, ding dong, we're done. Oh, great. Thanks for the news, Ola. Signing off. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm enjoying Girls Who Read Porn News. I feel like it's a good little um, section of the podcast now yeah i'm enjoying it yeah i think we should start including film reviews as well i don't really want to do that i don't want to do that i don't want to do that i don't i don't think that we um like know enough either it's not even about that i just don't want to do it because i like can't talk about some films that have already come out because i know that everyone's gonna hate us so like oh okay (laughs) there was a recent film that came out about like watching sex scenes instead of reading them makes me deeply uncomfortable oh no like bridget in season one everyone knows 
everyone knows how I felt about it. I'm excited for Queen Charlotte. Season two, disappointment, disgusting. I don't know why they did it. Shut up, Shondaland. Ruined everything. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't mind watching it. It was hot as shit. I was like, where's my vibrator? I'm ready. But certain (laughs) movies by certain people just not up to up to scratch yet fair enough There's, yeah doesn't doesn't hit the peak that it should and i don't want to say a word anyway i'm gonna read the plot of the book that we blurb and then we can get into talking about it persephone is a goddess of spring by title only the truth is since she was a little girl flowers have shriveled at her touch after moving to new athens she hopes to lead an unassuming life distinguished as a mortal journalist or disguised as a mortal journalist. Hades, god of the dead, has built a gambling empire in the mortal world and his favourite bets are rumoured to be impossible. After a chance encounter with Hades, Persephone finds herself in a contract with the god of dead and the terms are impossible. Persephone must create life in the underworld or lose her freedom forever. The bet does more than expose Persephone's failures as a goddess. However, as she struggles to sow the seeds of her freedom, love for the god of dead grows and it's forbidden. So good. I love it. Was fucking amazing. Yeah, Blurbs I do love these well. like like the modern retellings of like Greek myth. Yeah, man, they're so good. Yeah, like Katie Roberts was kind of like that. Yeah, her retellings are really good. Yeah, yeah. Like she's I got another one coming out. She's got like eight coming out in that series. She's, she's gonna be a heat. massive series. Yeah, I also I really want to read. She's done like her villain retellings. Oh, okay. So I really want to read the flock of cocks. Are they? Oh, are they? Okay. Oh no. Wait. Which ones am I talking about? I'm talking about her vampire ones, which are like all flock. No, no. no, We're talking about. And apparently, her flock of cocks are the best flock of cocks ever. (laughs) We're talking about her um, villain (laughs) ones. Aren't we meant to be doing the one of them this season? This season, like you had one, the seven sins of whatever. Not Katie Roberts. Seven Sons of Snow is not Katie Roberts. Who's that? I don't know. I can't remember now. Katie Roberts does like... I think we got rid of it. We were meant to do it last season, but we got rid of it because it was too many retellings. It was too much Katie Roberts. No, it wasn't Katie Roberts. No, it wasn't Katie Roberts. Oh, really? Yeah, we got rid of... We got rid of it because it was... We had a lot of other retellings. uh, Yeah, we had a lot of retellings and it was too dark and then... We got rid of this book last season because we had too many retellings of Hades and Persephone because we had yeah. done the Katie Roberts book. I apologize. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. I can't keep... We did have, like, a lot of Grecian shit. Well, that's because all the books I suggested were, like, literally Grecian because I was going through, like, my Hades and Persephone. I know. <laughs> like, hyperfixation. Yeah. Um, it's just good, though. Like, I love villain romances more than anything in the world like i want they're so good i want you to fall for the bad guy the morally gray bad guy yeah no fair enough i've got a quote go on oh mate when i read this i was like my favorite part hands down (laughs) are we ready yeah so she's bit of context she's um talking to a stranger who came up to her and they're like aren't you persephone like, oh, don't you want him to love you? Whatever, like, you know. And then she goes, so she goes, don't you think he likes you? The girl asked. And um, Persephone responded with, I'd much rather that he respected me. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, Persephone. 
You tell them. And then she's like, respect could build an empire. Trust could make it unbreakable. Love could make it last forever. And she would know Hades respected her when he removed this stupid mark off her skin. (laughs) Good shit. Gold writing. Perfection. Scarlet St. Clair. Five stars. Have a sticker. Do you have a favourite part, G? Um, I think my favourite part... I don't know. No, I don't know. The whole book was really good. I think my favourite part, though, would be, like, the world building that Scarlet Sinclair has done, like, in regards to the underworld. Mm -hmm. Holy crap, right? Like, with the... Yeah. And, like, I don't know, just, like, and, like, sort of, like, twisting the perception of, like, how like Persephone's judgment gets challenged constantly about who Hades really is from like, you know, she goes in with such a negative opinion and then she just like slowly chips away with all of these like lovely things that he does for all of the souls in the underworld. Yeah. And how he's so like humble. Yeah. I don't want you to tell the world. Go on. Can I say one more thing that I really, really liked about it? Of course. Is that when she got her powers, she had black vines like it wasn't that she <laughs> yeah. like had beautiful flowers coming out of her ass or anything. No, like she had these angry black vines coming out and she was like, like I'm dead looking. Fuck you up, Hades. Well that's what Persephone means. Persephone means like bringer of death. Oh shit. <laughs> Cause her okay. cause like in the original story, her name is like Kor. Like Kor. Yeah, Kor. Yeah. And then Cora and then she and then she something happens and she loses control of her powers and she kills a bunch of people by accident and then they re- the village people rename her Persephone oh, as like bringer nice. of death and then yeah it's like me- apparently meant to be fated that she was always meant to be the queen of the underworld from the day she was born oh yeah because they said that the fates Demeter stupid bitch went and- <laughs> <laughs> she was a bit of Demeter like- is a villain but Demeter is such a fuck with like every single time I think about Demeter in any of the freaking things I've read when it comes to like Persephone I just like want to knock her out well I was thinking about this right like the more you look into the original story it kind of makes sense that she was so controlling because she went to the fates when her daughter was born to be like what is in store for my daughter and they said that she will become the queen of the underworld and then she freaked the fuck out and she's like well if he if she never meets Hades and she never will fulfill this prophecy so therefore if I just lock her away my daughter will become like evil it's it's just a it's just like a weird poor justification though isn't yeah. it poor parenting um my favorite part is when they're making cookies in the kitchen Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and he's too tall for the room and he keeps hitting his head yeah. well I just think it's really sweet because the entire book it's like He's like a strict man of business. Like he doesn't do anything for himself. Yeah. And she was like, did you own those sweatpants before today? And he's like, no. (laughs) I think it's just like a good breakup. I like when you're reading, it's not a dark romance, but I guess it kind of is a dark romance. Like it's not a rom-com or anything, but I like when you have like a darkish romance and they break it up with just like a really wholesome scene. Yeah. You like the sort of like the comfort scenes yeah. that you get in between all of like the drama. Exactly, and it was real sweet, especially because after, like, because he spends the night, and then like after it all falls to shit. Stupid yeah. fucking tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um, least favorite parts. 
Mm. Have you got I, your one ready, Ola? Yeah, I do. I, it has to do with Minth. I don't like that she wasn't honest with... Um, it's at the very end. Did you read Minth and the Minth Plant? Minthe and the Mint Plant? Yeah. No. Did you read the last... Oh, okay. So there's an ex- there's an extra bit where there's a story about Minthe and the Mint Plant, right? Oh, Is it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's fantastic. So it's really good, but what I don't like is that he is like, why did you turn her into a mint plant? This is my assistant for centuries. And she's like, I don't want to say because I don't want a dog. Oh, yeah. And I didn't, it just didn't, it's like you can't turn somebody's assistant for centuries (laughs) into a mint plant and be okay with it. And he's just like, oh, well, that's okay. That's a great excuse. <laughs> and then he tries to like fuck her into telling him. Why did what Ruins? Happened? Where's this expert? I've never niche. seen it. It's very strange. It's so you know how at the end of the book it goes rate this book? Yeah. Like how it mm. pops up automatically. If you press the X button and go to the next page, it, there's still a lot of the book oh. left. Interesting. There's still heaps of the book left. Like obviously you guys didn't read the whole oh. thing because there's like another two bits of the book. Is there? Yeah, I right. have to go back and read that far. I think you yeah. might, but that's the bit that I didn't like. It was just how like they handled the mint, minte or whatever, whatever her name was. Um, See, on this, how they handled that on the same vein because my least favorite part, and this like I think spans across all Hades and Persephone's retelling, is how awfully they treat minte in all of the novels. Like she <laughs> is in love with him, mm. and he's dragged her along the entire time because like they sleep together like they have this like weird relationship and then he kind of drops her for when persephone turns up in like all of these novels and then they paint her like a like a conniving bitch she kind of was though in this one because they only slept together the one time like centuries ago and then he was like i'm not interested anymore and so he just kept her on as the assistant and then she sends her out to Tatarus or whatever the fuck it's called Tataras and takes photos of them fucking she's a I know but like it's like she's a woman scorned like she's a woman that was in love and like we need a minty book yeah like I don't know but like revenge porn no thanks it's not they don't she doesn't take a photo of them fucking she takes a photo of them on the balcony together they're fucking no they're fucking on the balcony are they yes anyway it's just like I just don't think I don't ever think she's painted correctly, because no, it happens I in all. Like it happens in all of retellings when Minty is just like this evil piece of shit woman. But like, but maybe that says something because she is an evil piece of shit. But like, you can't be mad at what a Hades created her to be. That's a good point. Yeah, I think that it just needs to be person. like they've made her a very like one dimensional character. That I don't think she is a her own person. I think she's just like a tool to. I just think it's like it'd be good if it was like expanded. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I just think it's one of those things where like Hades is at fault for her becoming who she is, but then we always blame her. It's like another thing. It's like a woman scorned. Is we always blame the woman for being like a crazy bitch, but like who made her that way? Can I tell you what they do with her in the end? You know how she can grow anything in that garden? Yeah, they like put her in the garden. (laughs) God. <laughs> oh, poor Minty. Yeah, they were like, well, we don't want her to die. So why don't we just like yeah. place her in the underworld garden? 
My least favorite part was the like very classic miscommunication third act breakup. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. Oh, I just feel like it's just crazy. And it's not, and it's not that like it wasn't like a good plot point. It just, I'm just so tired. Like it just happens all the time. All the time. I was really happy when we read that Brittany Nicole Christmas book last year when he was like, oh. This could be like a romance novel where they're miscommunicating. I might just talk to her. And I was like, yes, yeah, break it, Brittany. <laughs> break the cycle just one time because it's actually like exhausting reading people miscommunicating. Yeah. I don't, but the, like, it's so, it's also so weird because the bet is just like not really addressed ever. Yeah. Because, like, wouldn't you be angry if you thought you were falling in love with someone and you found out that, like, they had this bet on the side that they needed to make someone fall in love with them? Like, that would make you suspicious, obviously. But, like, no, they don't. There's more written about it in the extra bits. Okay. I feel, yeah, I mm, from memory, there's more written about it in the extra bits because they do talk about what Nymphy did and Aphrodite and stuff like that. Or whoever it was. Yeah. It's just a weird... It's just a weird part of the book that feels really unnecessary to me. Like it is weird, but it's just because it's, it's not it's properly used because she's had all these doubts about him for so long. You know, like she started with all these doubts, and this was a way to like you know like confirm. But it doesn't feel like it's I feel properly like addressed. I feel like we can't comment on it until the second or third and fourth book because I think that there's going to be more on that because Aphrodite seems like a character that's going to come, become more prevalent in the future books. Is that true, G? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I think I, so because Adonis is Adonis also yeah. keeps on playing up, and he's the one that's like in her favor. It's like I think the two of them get a bit shitty. Yeah, so I think it will like the more we read, the more that that will come but out. I think it's 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 just a tool to like. Just it was it was just a tool to be used as like a third act breakup thing, mm. like and then they like learned from it, and she's like, I shouldn't have doubted you. They did make her really angry. And then she discovered yeah. her powers, so. And then she got her powers. So good. From what I remember, Demeter is like the fucking big villain from the second and third books. She's... That's what the cliffhanger is in the third one. It's like a Demeter showdown. Yeah, she's always the big villain in these books. Yeah. Favorite sex scenes? Mm. Um feel like i don't know i really liked all of them they got a bit like after the first yeah like because you know how they it took them it takes them like ages to fuck it's like 60 percent or something yeah. before they oh, fuck <laughs> but there's like all these like almost times like yeah. you know there's heaps of like little i hate I almost times <laughs> i know you do see i think i preferred the almost times because once they started fucking then the sex scenes were like really short and just sort of like thrown in there like all the time where it'd be like and then he picked her up and fucked her you know, I liked the Whereas one like in the pool. That, that's what like I was going to say. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah I like the one in the pool. Really where she gets yeah, I thought that that yeah. one was really hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was good. But good yeah. I feel like that I was didn't my read the book for the sex scenes. That is one of those books where yeah. it's like. Yeah. Where Maybe where that's another thing that I don't like about it. It wasn't actually porn to me. <laughs> it's pretty porny. Yeah, it There's a bit of sex in it. There was some fate to black. Yeah, but that was just that's what I was saying, like how the sex scenes just sort of become like so common that they're just sort of like thrown in there. 
Like they're not they aren't like a big things about the sex scenes. It's yeah. just like after the first like time or two they fucked, then it's just like and then he fucked her. It is one of those books where I could have read it without the sex scenes, but I enjoyed having the sex scenes in it. Yeah. Like the plot was good enough where you could have excluded the sex scenes and it would have still been a good book for me. But I always just like making any book a little bit smutty. No. Yeah. No, it was good. It was a great book. It's a great rate. Definitely recommend 10 out of 10. I can't wait until the last one comes out. Oh, fucking just hurry up, right? Like, how long long. do we have to wait for this? It's been two years. Yeah. All right. We're so hypocritical. Um, Every time our author comes on and she's like, and they're like, oh, I just needed a break. But like, yeah, good for you. And then as soon as we're not not here, we're like, can you just release a fucking book? I know I was actually thinking that but I feel like two years is a long time to wait I'm not gonna lie by the way I just got an email with number 84 in Australia again nice oh yay Very what is exciting. it about the number 84 why are we like I think last time we were like 88 or something well we're moving are we? ahead, yeah, we're moving, well, we're moving. I'm moving Shit, on. Yeah, number 84 in the books category I know it's in well, Australia and we are 122 in Cambodia <laughs> And oh, 197 cool. in Q8. And where? Q8 in Africa. Q8? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, our African <laughs> listeners, uh, they're out there. Hi, how are you? We love you. Thank I you for listening. I want to know what the other 196 podcasts that are before us in Kuwait are. Feel free to go. I don't know how we, can, <laughs> how we can expand our horizons. Yeah. What are, what are we What are we missing that they've got? Probably that we're English um, speaking. That's a good point. <laughs> I read my first book, which was called. You read a book. Well, <laughs> Your first book. Baby's first book. Took you long enough. Beer in the Vegas V, and in that book. There was a gender neutral character. Did I say that correctly? Please tell me I did. Yeah, either or gender neutral, non binary. Oh, non binary, right? It doesn't really matter. They both kind of mean the same thing. Okay, sorry. I fucking loved it. It was amazing. And I feel like we should bring a book like that onto the podcast. Not with more queer representation. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. I loved it. There was like. I'm going to say it. There was cluster of cunts, flocks of cunts. I hate that so much. Yeah, I really, really don't like it when you say that. I love it. We need to change that. I love it so much. I prefer like... Well, the only other one I can think of is Pussy Posse, and I don't really like that one. That one's way better. Nah. I think it's so much better. The business of bitches. I prefer cluster of cunts. It's really, really aggressive. Yeah, but it's not like not nice. Too aggressive. No. Okay, fine. You got... Betty can come up with another one. I'll think about it. Yeah, think about it because we need one. We're just all about the dick. March of the Mims. I read. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cluster of Cunts is better than March of the Minch. Um, have you guys heard of Emily Rath's book, Pucking Around? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I have. Very popular. Mm-hmm. I read it while I was in hospital. Wow. Is that a gay one? Uh, no, it is Flock of Cocks. On that train of ice hockey, (laughs) (laughs) me and George went ice skating last night, and there's something so magical about seeing really big men float like a fucking angel on ice. 
Oh my god! I've seen these it guys. Does man. They were like, they were they would like come in and you'd be like, this guy isn't dressed for ice skating. He's got shorts and a plaid shirt on. Oh, he hasn't stop, shaved in several breathe. days. He's straight off the farm, and then he steps on the ice, and you're like, whoa, an angel! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just gliding. It was insane. They were the biggest. Oh God, they were like so some real hard. like big guys. So big. Some real big guys. Oh my god, that is just like a porn in real life. You guys are so lucky. Yeah. yeah. That's Thirst Trap Central. It was just real bizarre. But I think it's like the sport effect. I, I think it's like if I saw him without the skates on, I'd be like the ugliest motherfucker I've seen in my life. But as soon as you put the skates on, you send him onto that rink. <laughs> Yeah, I actually wow. read another hockey book, and they were like missing teeth, and they're like, "Have to go put my things in." What is it called? The <laughs> I'm, like the I'm yeah. so the caps in, and they were like, "When I see her, make sure I'm gonna get my caps in because I'm missing this." I am a sucker for a missing real. I love them. Yeah, but you're fucking. Really? You're into such filthy. Farts. I don't know. Like, there's just there's something nothing. about a missing tooth. <laughs> It's a good It's so strange. There's something really not like, okay. Like one of the on front ones? Yeah. Not like, like not a like front, a not like a front front tooth. Like I'm talking like maybe like one that's like kind of visible. Like under the Yeah, like a like a molar. Like a like an inside, inside of the yeah. Gross. It's a good old no, missing Like tooth. what if you're making out and your tongue accidentally goes through? Your in tongue there. goes through the gap. <laughs> so yeah. Um so like yeah, it's fucking nasty. I read so many books. I wanted to talk about this one though. Um, Pucking around mm-hmm. is that what it's called? Is that what I said? Yes. Okay. So it's a white shoes, but they all hate being in a white shoes, and they have to like get used to being in a white shoes. And I've never read a white shoes like that before. I've only read them before where the three guys are like, "We're looking for one chick, and we want her." Blah blah blah. Like no, we're just so into it. We're like so we love her so much. Like, we'll sharing, take her. Like yeah. yeah. No, this was like jealousy overload. Like they didn't know how to deal with each other. And there was like one Finnish guy that would only grunt and he was like, I don't like this. And like the rest of them were like, (laughs) it was amazing. We have to, we're reading it for the podcast this year. Okay, that's fine. We have to do it. All right. I'm bringing in more Flocker Cox this year. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm like contemplating buying a season pass to like the ice hockey games in our town. Oh my yeah. god! I wish we had that in Australia. The boys are coming over today at midday. My boys to watch hockey on our TV because we've got the biggest TV, and they're like, I got like message. grass hockey, I, no ice hockey, ice hockey, Canadian oh, nice. bitch. Maybe we should, yeah, no. Canadian, Canadian. Maybe we should just start watching ice hockey games. I know it's big. Yeah, should we just see, like, see if we like it? We'll just start watching I get games so on. So fucking turned on watching ice hockey. <laughs> it's not even funny. <laughs> My Instagram, you know how like they've got the little search thing and if you press on it, it's like the things that you would be most into. It's just hockey guys beating each other up. And I'm like, <laughs> getting slammed into walls and all is like, fucks me. And like this one guy, I don't know what his name is. It's like Tim or something. It's like him like yelling shit at people. He's like, oh, did your mum let you out this morning looking like that? And like. <laughs> and I really did say to Bitty last night. Sorry. When we when we left the rink, when we were sitting in the car, I went out and I was like, well, you know what? If I'm ever single again, single again, I know where I'm coming from. <laughs> oh, 100%. Because these dudes are something else. I'm moving to Canada you need if to I'm watch. single again. You guys need to watch Shorzy. It's a Canadian comedy about, about ice hockey players and the main character is like so fucking hot. 
<laughs> I can't deal. Like sometimes when Brent, my friend who's coming down, he's from Canada. When he watches hockey, I'm just sitting in the corner going, is it weird that I'm turned on right now? Like this is really, and I really want to get with like a goalie because they're always unhinged as fuck. They're always like, like golden you're... retrievers. Like they're so sweet. Yes. So violent. But then like when they're on the ice, they're like, oh, well, fuck you. Know what I, you. you know what I learned the other day? They're like, in the heights hockey teams, like they have the rule, and it's like you don't touch the goalie. You don't touch the goalie. Yeah, so I I keep getting, touch I keep getting clips of people like hitting the goalie, and then just the descent of the entire team like pounding this one yeah. fucking guy. <laughs> you don't touch the goalie. There's one clip though that I want to tell you guys about, and it is the sweetest clip. And I swear to God, if my uterus just exploded, I couldn't handle it. And it was like a guy that was sent to Sinbin and one of the other guy's hockey sticks like snapped or something. And he's like, he used mine. And then they scored with his stick. And he's like, that's my stick. <laughs> and he's like, screaming his <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, it's your stick, babe. Well done. And he's like, that's my stick. Like screaming his head. <laughs> and I was like, yes, babe, it's your stick. Not that you can hear me, but I'll marry you. <laughs> yeah love it so but we got a ice hockey players it. listening who want a mentally unavailable kind of punk rock role. yeah emotionally unavailable or want to be in a flock of cocks i'll take you i'll make josh make it work <laughs> set it up oh my god they're so hot it's disgusting anyway i they're very large just want to be a girl large. that's walking around in her boyfriend's jersey is it so much to ask <laughs> Do you know what I loved about the flock of cocklands? There was one that I read recently, which is like puffed up pack. Amazing. If you're trying to get into a megaverse, give it a go. It's fantastic. That's the one where they're missing teeth and they have to do the thing. She had to get a jersey and like sew all the numbers into it. Oh, that's so cute. The whole fucking team. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was cute. So I had surgery last week. Yeah, we know. You did. I came out of anesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I must have read some filthy fucking shit before I went into anesthetic because I woke up and there were like seven doctors around me. And most people kind of get violent after they get out of anesthetic, apparently, like where they try and throw shit. So that's why they have so many people around you to hold you down just in case like you lose your fucking mind. But no, I... Z- fucking zoned in on one guy thought it was josh and i was like how did i land you you sexy motherfucker you are the sexiest thing i've ever seen you are you are such a fucking hottie and i'm like going at this guy and then he's looking at me like are you okay and then i clicked that it wasn't him and i started like hysterically crying like the whole ward was looking at me like what the fuck happened to this chick? And I'm like, he's not Josh! <laughs> and he's not sexy! <laughs> and then they get Josh on the phone for me because they were like, we need to like calm her down. Something's real wrong here. And they get Josh on the phone for me and I'm like, I just think you're really sexy and I love you. <laughs> and like, I think we need to get this chick to Josh because normally they like make you wait an hour or something. They got me out of there like ASAP. They're like, we do not want this chick around here. They're like, oh get God. her out of recovery. Bring her to him. And when I saw him, I was like, I just like, oh. 
your face and like everything about you is beautiful <laughs> and in the meantime while they're taking me I'm like seeing all these nurses and stuff and I'm like oh my god your skin is amazing and these doctors <laughs> were coming up to me and they're like what about my skin and I'm like you're beautiful <laughs> Jesus. it oh, was a lot nice. apparently i'm very i'm really horny when i come out of um it's fucking yeah, weird so it does not make you feel good no like, and i you felt feel terrible like shit. Yeah. it was more like i remember feeling like everyone around me was like a rainbow like everyone was just like so gorgeous at that moment and i'm pretty sure some of them weren't and i saw my <laughs> anesthesiologist and tom was not good looking and i'm like tom you fucking babe thanks for keeping me alive and, like there was a lot going on there jesus only you though yeah. good shit i know i feel like that's kind of what the doctors worked out pretty quickly they were like only that she's something else like there's something else going on here but the nurses yeah. and I all became best friends and I was sitting yeah. in the ward and there were four of them listening to girls who read porn on loud after I told them. About <laughs> nice. I know they loved it. They were like giggling their little heads off. I don't even know what episode they were listening to. And they the started a little about, book club. Like, that's fun. Yeah. The book club. The best thing about working as like a healthcare professional is that you're so like needed that you can generally act quite unprofessional like you can do shit like that like listen to podcasts about porn in the middle of a ward because you're just like you're needed like yeah they can't they're not gonna like you're not gonna get in trouble for doing something like Dude, that. i have never in my life had more respect for people than i did when i was in hospital for a week than some of the sh- and i was in the below the boob, above the vagina surgery section. So there was some crazy shit going on in there and it was mostly bowel stuff. And these nurses do not get paid enough for what they do. I can't I can't even express some of the shit that they had to do. Greg across from me, his toe fell off. <laughs> and they were like, oh, well, Greg, you're aging. That's fine. And they just picked his toe up and left. <laughs> They were fully chill about it. And I was going like, like across from it, like dying. And then freaking Sessa next to me kept trying to get naked all the time and walk around. And it was just like really, there was a lot happening. Yeah. Nurses don't get paid enough. Nurses do not get enough money. They should be the most paid teachers and nurses, most paid people in the world. Like nobody should make more money than them. Even doctors should get yeah. fucked. Doctors shouldn't get paid as much as nurses. I think doctors are getting stupider. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. The doc- I asked him what I could eat after surgery and he was like, whatever's good for your heart. And I did the research and they're like, do not eat this after this surgery. Do not eat this. Do not eat this. And I'm like, I would have just eaten normally afterwards and I would have destroyed my body for the rest of my life. I was... um. Obviously, where I work, it's a locked unit, so everybody has to go through a security check before getting on the unit, and um, everything's, I can see everything via a camera, so someone walks into the reception area, and they just, like, plop themselves down on the reception couch, and they don't make themselves known or anything, and I'm like, huh, maybe they're waiting for somebody, right, whatever, so I'm just sat there, like, looking, and after about 30 minutes, I'm like, hmm, I wonder what they're doing here. So I like get up and I like knock on the window because we're behind like glass, like normal receptionists are, I guess. And he comes up to the window and I'm like, can I help you? And he's like, yeah, I'm a doctor. Like I want to be on the ward. And I go, okay, well, I can't help you from over there, bud. 
like who are you um i was like do you have any identification and he was like uh i think so and i was like well i can't let you on without id so then he goes away and then like and he comes back with his id and i'm like okay great and he and then i'm like okay off you go and i'm in control of opening the doors right so he so he goes and sits back down on the couch so i'm like okay um so i knock on the window again and i go um if you want to get on the ward you need to go through like this door over there and he's like oh okay so he just goes and like stands outside the door and then after like a couple like five minutes i'm like okay and then i like so i i pop my head out the window and i shout and i go open the door and he looks at me and he's like what and i'm like no you need to open the door and then (laughs) and then he and then he and then he just like goes oh okay and then opens it and like lets himself through and i was like that's a dog you're a doctor you're meant to be like oh, the greatest sign. People shouldn't be doctors. Like their parents forced them to be doctors and shit. They shouldn't. No, no, sir. How did he pass the no. test? He doesn't yeah. even know how doors work. <laughs> <laughs> he may have just been like thinking about things. Obviously, not how to open doors. Yeah, that's very strange. <laughs> that skipped his mind. Doctors completely. are very strange, but nurses. You guys are something else. You both are like God's gift. To humans because there is no way <laughs> that I would be able to do the job that you two do. I think it just comes down to whether or not you're grossed out by stuff. I think you have to have a true passion to like people and like want to help them deep down. I don't think that's necessary at all. I <laughs> from life there's little experience. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it's nah. needed either. Oh my god, these people, these nurses that were working with us, they like truly loved ev- there was one guy. Well, no, actually, it was still Greg, the one who lost his toe. And they were like, do you want to have a shower? And he's like, no, like losing his fucking mind. And then his family and they were, she was just like, oh, somebody's sassy today. Like she was so chill about it. And then his family came along and they're like, why aren't you showered? And he's like, they didn't want to shower me. And I'm like, Greg, don't lie. Like I was sitting across from the bed going, don't you lie about the nurses? Because then the family were getting angry about the nurses. It's crazy what they're It's completely it's not, fake. But it's, it's not, it's. It's like desensitization as well. You're just exposed to it so much that you just like anybody can get used to it. You just put on a face. It's crazy. Like I come into work, put on my my game face, and then that's it. And the moment I step off that ward, I'm like, fucking pieces of fucking shit. Fucking fucking hate this. That's crazy. They got so excited that I, because I was in like the really crazy room because there were no beds. And they were like, you don't, we don't have to wipe your ass. And I'm like, you don't, I can do it myself. And they're like 25% less ass to wipe to us, less ass <laughs> to wipe today. And I'm like, yeah, I can even shower myself. They And, and they were real excited about it. Me and George are talking about this, but they encourage nursing staff to bitch about their patients to each other because it's therapeutic. Oh, as they fucking you can't, should. They bitch to me about them in front of them because they all would about forget about it in home. three seconds. Yeah, you can't tell anybody mm, outside of the hospital. No, because of privacy laws, you can't name any names. You can't give away any identifiable information to anybody. So you, they told me a lot. So you the, to, was in the, the only people you can talk to is your coworkers. Yes. The person who was in the bed before me died. 
Yeah. Which was really grim. The person next to me was dying. Like, I was in a bad room. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have been in that room. And they felt really sorry for me. So they would, like, hang out with me and, like, braid my hair and stuff. Like, honestly, these nurses were just... I'm going to go back there. They were doing that because they were like, if I'm with her, then I don't have to deal with it. Maybe, but like, I want to go back and buy them chocolate or something. Like, I'm going to go back and drop some stuff. You get the wine. Yeah. There was three nurses there that just made it no matter. I was so lonely and so terrified because there was no point in Josh sitting there all day. Mm. And my mum was away on holidays. So like, I was, they were keeping me a lot of company. And honestly, they made it so much easier from how scary it was. Because it was terrifying. It was, like, not a fun ordeal that I went through. But they made it worth it. And they were also bloody incredible. Nice. What hospital did you go to? Good chat. Prince of Wales. Shout out to the nursing staff at the Prince <laughs> of Wales Hospital. Silly. Yeah. In what the... a silly name for a hospital. Why? Prince of Wales Hospital. And it's just a weird We're name. in a commonwealth. Yeah, but it's just, like, it's just so weird. Like, all of the hospitals here are just named after the city. That yeah, in. we've got Dunedin public hospital <laughs> need an hospital <laughs> no because we have so many hospitals in sydney like if we if i went to That's goulburn true. it would be goulburn hospital but because in like in the hospital that i went to there were three hospitals there's sydney children's hospital there was royal women's hospital and prince of wales they're all one massive complex and they take up almost a whole Mad. suburb Mad shit. catch you next week bitches all right i guess we're done then oh yeah yeah. All right. Um, who are we getting on next Don't week? Know yet. My stomach hurts on my room. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> We've got BB Easton. We do know. At this Possibly. stage, at this stage, it most likely will be BB Easton. If it's not, who is the author of forty-four chapters about four men, which was turned into the Netflix inspired show, sex life. Sex inspired. life is inspired by inspired forty-four chapters by, by... four. Men. I don't know what the difference is. What's inspired and what's the other one? Like one's a on. directly recreation, plot by plot. One is you use the same storyline, but it doesn't have to be like themes, the same characters. So the theme well, is the same. By. The theme is the same of like because sex life is like about a woman whose man reads her journals, right? I actually don't. I've never seen the show. I'm not. I don't know. Um, it's something about yeah, her husband. We'll figure it out. Her husband reads the journals. Yeah, and then makes her sex life yeah. better. Yeah, that's that's the plot of the book. That's not that's not the story. Is that not the story in the TV okay, well, then show? It's inspired by. Yeah, it's inspired not based by. on. Okay. Yeah, there you go then. But you get to see some massive dick in there, Australian <laughs> dick too. I've heard that. Okay. I mean, it's like a real big, like draw it, like the full frontal nudity oh, of the Australian. Listen, guy. I'm standing up for this. <laughs> Down to here, no fucking joke. <laughs> the biggest dick I've ever seen on TV. Not gonna lie. Like, even in porn, nice. probably one of the biggest dicks I've ever seen. And he's Australian. And so they did an interview and they're like, is that CGI or is that real? And he's like, no, it's just my dick. Like, I don't get what you guys are all like fussed about. And the main yeah. character is actually dating him in real life. And I know that her guts are rearranged and like assault a keep. There's no <laughs> oh, way. Man. There's no way. If when you see it, you'll understand. Like, I pray for her. Every single day, because there's no way that she can hold straight. Oh my straight. god, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sometimes too big is too big, like twelve inches. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Who's asking like, for twelve inches? Apparently, yeah, she that's is. That's fucking huge. That's a foot. Yeah, Her, his foot dick long. is literally this. Long. I just, <laughs> I just don't believe you. <laughs> that's too one big sack. Up.
We're not going anywhere. I don't want to see I'm it. You. You're seeing no, it. We need to watch it in the show. Okay, well, can we at least say Sex goodbye? Can we say goodbye dick. to this episode, please? His name is Adam Demos. Okay, great. I'm going to end the episode. End the episode, but I'm showing you the dick after you end the episode. Oh, God. I'm not ending the episode then. So Bye, you never everybody. See the dick. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team. Thank you.